Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is contacttalkradio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on tunein.com, ying.fm, and upsnap mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning from sunny Florida. It's supposed to be like 95 or 96 here today, and uh, this late May date, time's flying by this year. I'm sure all of you are feeling that too. It seems like uh, we're already into almost June, and where'd the time go? So anyway, listen, uh, Liz will, is not available to join us today, but she sends her love and blessings to everybody. And um, so let's get started. I, I want to just start out by let's just doing, do a little energy clearing with each one of us connected. It's a, it's a good thing to do as part of what we call the spiritual hygiene. But if everyone will just kind of close your eyes for a minute, relax, tune in. I'm going to kind of step us through a very short energy clearing process here. So take a couple deep breaths. Relax. Relax the little valves at the end of your fingers and toes and feel energy just kind of releasing any stress, any discomforts, any anxiety, any fears that you may have built up, any things that, that you want to release. Feel the little valves opening up and releasing. Feel things releasing from your solar plexus, from your heart chakra, from your throat chakra, wherever you may feel some stressful energies built up, if you have any. If not, fine, join in anyway. Uh, but let those release and see it kind of like um, on the chakras, almost like a, a window opening and, and any kind of uh, discordant energies, any any stuff that is built up that you want to release. Just let it release and flow out and flow out into the to the cosmos out there. It's going to be transmuted beautifully by the angels and ascended masters that are standing by to work with each one of us. So feel that happening now as we let it release and in conjunction with that feel your energies being refilled all those voids being refilled by all the beautiful high consciousness energies the love wisdom justice freedom equality higher blue violet white any of the positive energies that you can visualize and imagine feel them coming into you now to refill any voids that have been vacated by any energies that you have released your grounding increased a lot of times when we're doing spiritual work our grounding gets a little bit low if you know, like right now for most of us it's around 20 30 percent let's increase that grounding a little bit and feel our energies being brought back closer to our physical body if i look on average for those that are tuning in it's spread out six to seven feet from our physical uh it gets that way sometimes in our busy day and as we're tuning in let's feel it now coming back to two to three feet. So let's just say 
half arm's length distance, maybe at the, at the minimum arm's length distance. And feel those energies coming back in to your closer to your physical as it, as it integrates, aligns, is filtered and cleansed as it comes back closer to your physical body. Just feel that it feels really good as you do that. It's kind of like taking that fishbowl, getting rid of some of that brain fog. So what we want to do next is let's cut cords with anybody that we have any interaction with, thinking about, connected with, and that sometimes these cords build up, build up their uh, invisible energetic connection with just about anybody out there that may be thinking of us and that. And even with loved ones, it's okay to cut these cords because we're not disconnecting the soul and heart connection. We're just connecting that day-to-day life stream energy that uh, sometimes can carry some discordant energies from one to the other as we have, have a busy life going on, each one of us. So feel those cords being cut. Again, our side of the cords being brought back into our own energy field, aligned, balanced, cleansed as it comes back in. And now feel any discordant energies at all that may be anywhere around you and your surroundings and house being purged and cleared and healed and removed. Any toxic energies that may be around you are being just pulled away from you, cleared, transmuted into love and light. And that whole space around you being refilled with the creator's consciousness energies. Through your chakras fully vibrating now, opening up, vibrating to your optimum level. We don't want them too strong. For each one of you, it's different. We want it aligned for your optimum configuration where you feel most comfortable and fully balanced and integrated with all the chakra connections, all our primary chakras and all the interconnecting channels, including the Ida, Pangala, Shashuna channels, and the base to feet, the real important grounding connection, allowing the energy to flow through the crown, the upper chakras, through our whole system into Mother Earth. Feel our emotional and mental bodies all being purged and cleared and realigned and balanced. And everything in our personality, the physical, emotional, mental, and etheric bodies all being aligned and cleansed and healed. And that our connection to our soul, the various levels and vibrational qualities of the soul and any energies that are available beyond that be, be coming into our, our personality now in a very aligned and balanced and comfortable level. We don't need it too strong. We don't need it too extreme. We want it just perfectly comfortable for us. Okay, that's feeling a lot better. I, I'm, even though I did some of this before the program, I'm feeling it even now. And as you tune into the program, know that there are many ascended masters and angels and divine ones tuning in to each one of you based on your own unique configuration, your own unique um, receptivity, bringing in the qualities that you need to help you with your spiritual growth, with working through any issues that you might have, uh, all those kind of things that are, that's very unique and personalized to you. Just know that there's a team around you that's helping with this, and uh, just um, just tune into that. Be receptive to it. Allow it. Uh, allow it to integrate into your body, and just feel how, how good that feels. 
And after the program, it'd be good to spend some time doing some affirmations, to do some mantras, to do some visualizations on things that you want. You make sure every time you're doing energy work, you want to refill that space and know that it's a great time to uh, do some work with any patterns out there that are that you're wanting to work on or anything you're trying to manifest to use law of attraction basics, to use some uh, mind mapping, anything that you feel like you can do that's, that works for you. You know, it, it, all the stuff works if your energies are clear. It's directly proportional to how connected you are. And so anything that you can do to, uh, to manifest, whether that's manifesting uh, issues within relationships with self, self-worth, what you might be trying to manifest as far as career and job finances, that sort of thing, work on those, those things periodically every day. And just know that after you do a clearing and alignment of yourself, that's a perfect time to spend time doing that. So anyway, again, Liz is not with us today, um, but she'll be joining us again in the next program. So we may bounce around a little bit. I, I want to have a few things I want to talk about. If anybody would like to call in uh, for this broadcast, you can call in to 844-390-8255. That's 844-390-8255. I'd love to hear from you with any questions, any, any comments or observations. Um, we appreciate the feedback. We we've been getting from folks and uh, it really motivates us to keep going with this program as there's been a, a lot of real positive feedback on what we feel is a practical approach that we bring to metaphysics and, and energies. And, you know, that's kind of how this whole thing started with me many, many years ago, back in the early eighties, as I was always looking for a way to, to validate, to discern, you know, I spent my, energetic and spiritual search uh, amongst a lot of intuitive people, a lot of wonderful psychics and intuitives and people that had special gifts. And sometimes I was around folks that really weren't very accurate or really weren't as knowledgeable or as connected as they claimed to be. So the real challenge as I tried to figure this stuff out was learning how to discern, learning how to measure, learning how to choose figure out what's accurate or what may be right for me. And so there are systems that we can use to learn to better discern, better validate. Uh, you know, we certainly teach these things in our classes as how to, how to make measurements. And if you're on a, on a program or at work or attended a class with Liz and I, you'll hear us give you a lot of quantities like how many entities, how many different types of entities, there's many, what types of discordant energies, what's going on um, internally, how, how, what is the functionality of your chakra system, uh, break it down to individual chakras and all types of measurements, including, you know, I'm able to go in and measure, you know, things like integrity of individuals or their connection to their soul. Uh, those kind of things. And so these are processes that can be learned by anyone out there. Uh, I certainly feel like if I can learn them, anybody can learn them. And we certainly teach them and encourage uh, doing some research and, and finding your own level of objectivity. Some, sometimes the hardest part in, especially in something that is so subjective, 
uh, in the world of metaphysics and energies, it, it really is hard to be objective sometimes. But that's some of the most important aspects of, of spiritual growth is learning how to discern, how to know what's valid, how to know uh, claims that an individual makes that um, whether whether it's connected, you know, to the light, whether it has validity, if it be, is it the right thing for you? There, there's so many paths and methods and protocols and systems out there. Uh, some are good, some are excellent, some are not so good. You kind of have to figure out what works for you and just not take it, uh, you know, at, it, at its word. If somebody's a teacher there, don't make sure you're validating their claims. And, and I, Liz and I both hold ourselves accountable to these same standards. You know, if you, if you hear us say something or make a recommendation, validate it. The proof's in the pudding. Anybody that's worked with us knows that, you know, the results are, are pretty tangible, pretty clear, uh, can be felt by most. And, you know, we can back up a lot of our statements by how people feel or the results they get from our programs, but we, we want people to uh, validate, to know that the proof's in the pudding. Does it work? Is it right for you? Does it fit into your scenario of what you're trying to accomplish? So ponder on that a second. We're gonna pause just a second here as I kind of jump into whatever our next uh, part of this. Hold on. Okie doke. We just finished a, a class uh, of an amazing five-day class uh, that we had here in the Southeast that we, um, we've been preparing for for some time. And each class that we do, we, we do a lot of prep work and tune in to the individuals in the class and their needs and what, what, uh, what's the right uh, sequence of uh, teachings that we need to bring in unique to them. And I think we did a, a really good job this time. I think um, everybody got a lot out of it. And certainly the location that we chose uh, in a very beautiful mountainous uh, resort area uh, was, was ideal. So I think we're gonna be doing this annually in the April, May timeframe. So if you are interested in our classes, please reach out. Uh, you can get on our website at sed4u.com. That's sugar, echo, dog, the number four, the letter u.com stands for spiritual energy dynamics and find out you know, how to reach out to us. And uh, we'd be glad to explain what our program's about, what are the requirements to attend. Uh, it is by invitation only. However, reach out to us and we'll talk over whether it's a right fit for you. And uh, if that's the case, we'd love to have you attend, attend our classes. And again, right now we're gonna be doing them primarily annually until things clear up as far as travel and what are the required protocols around the country, limitations as far as uh, distancing and, and those kind of things. So right now we've kind of consolidated into uh, the area of the Southeast where things are a little bit more open. So anyway, I, I wanted to share a couple things, uh, snippets of some um, channel stuff that we shared in the class. Um, and one of the things we, as we're going to talk about today is, you know, what, what does it mean to be connected to the light? There's a lot of discussions. I, I have had many discussions with people that are 
on the path of expanded consciousness, or at least trying to be on the path of, of expanded consciousness. And, you know, what we get into is sometimes the trying to share the concept of like, you know, there, there is a pathway, there is a measurable, discernible way of determining, you know, what, what's, what is that roadmap for each one of us individually? And so the topic comes up connected to the light. Um, you know, that, that's, that's a very subjective way to say it, but it can be a lot objective because that connection to the light is measurable. And, and it's not subjective in the sense that just because a person feels like they may be connected to the light, what, is, what are the degrees of that? Do you, do you know what the vibrational aspects are of each higher plane of vibration? Do you know how to measure where you are connected to it? Are you able to dis determine whether there's anything blocking any discordant energies or limitations coming in that may be holding back that connection? Uh, these are all, all very objective perspectives on something that is subjective in nature. And a lot of times when I have discussions with people that haven't given this a lot of thought or not are new to the concepts, they get a little bit frustrated and a bit confused because the, the general opinion is, hey, I'm connected to the light. You know, that's that's really all there is. I'm I'm connect I'm so connected to the light that, uh, you know, I've reached enlightenment or I don't need protections, these kind of things. And uh, for the most part, these, you know, it's, it's nice to have those concepts, but there's not anybody out there from our perspective that couldn't use a little bit of energy work. And there's always an unlimited pathway to expanded energies. From my opinion, enlightenment's just a pause point in that. And there's, there's many degrees of expansions beyond that uh, point of enlightenment. So there, this is all very measurable and it goes way beyond what most of the traditional aspects out there share with us. So my point with this is that, um, you know, there, there's a big adventure out there that as people that have been in the class with us and have studied metaphysics for a while understand that um, that's a challenge to it. It's not always easy. There's things that we need to do. There's efforts we need to put forth. It's not going to be done for us. And the, the support of the divine ones are, you know, directly correlates to um, the amount of effort we put into us. And so just to share a snippet from uh, one of the channeled messages it says the secret to attuning to the ascended masters, the angels, the archangels and the creator is different than established religions portray just because the religious systems of the earth. And this includes metaphysics, by the way, espouse a particular philosophy does not make them correct. It means they have been beneficial to the degree that they have served to establish a connection with the initial level of soul on, on the spiritual energy dynamics model. But these same philosophies have held individuals in bondage from being able to move to higher levels of, of frequency. Appreciate these systems from the base from which they started, but do not let yourselves be limited to these same systems. Appreciate them, then move on and beyond to the higher realms. So this, this is kind of the message that we try to emphasize is that as we expand into higher vibrations and consciousness and even use the term ascension, um, you know, it's, a, it's an open pathway that 
continues to evolve and grow and, and higher consciousness actually means opportunities for even greater expansion. And most of you that have been involved with any kind of learning, especially metaphysics, know that the more we know, the more we realize, the less we know. So don't get too locked in any system. We're, we're not trying to get you locked in anything we do. If you're a student of ours, ours is more of a uh, methodology that can enhance anything you do as long as it's a connected to the light um, vibrational level that uh, expands growth. So I hope this is all making sense at this point. Um, this discussion really is the basis for, for what we do at Spiritual Energy Dynamics. And uh, it's sometimes a little bit hard to share the, the, the aspects of it and put it into terms of, uh, of how it fits in with the modality or your concepts. But we'll get into that just a little bit more after the break, taking a little bit of a break now. The staff at Spiritual Energy Dynamics would like you to ponder on the concept of spiritual hygiene. Your personal routines likely include bathing, brushing your teeth, having regular dentist and doctor checkups. You keep your home clean, maintain your car, run virus scans on your computer. You deserve to have your spiritual energies cleaned and realigned as well. Your energy field is a sensitive and complex instrument. You are constantly being bombarded by unseen influences, discordant energies, and many types of negative interference. As these accumulate, they negatively impact on your overall well-being in many ways. If you would like to learn more and schedule a comprehensive evaluation of your energy field, contact Robert or Liz Go to robertum.com. That's robertum, T-U-M-M.com. Mention this ad for a $50 discount on our program. Okay, we're back. Um, I want to put a little plug out there too for, for Liz. And if, if, it, if anybody has not worked with her or been introduced to her, I highly recommend. She brings a... A really awesome perspective to uh, everything we do in spirituality. She's well researched in in the topic, a, a wide range of topics on metaphysics, and is certainly an expert on using the spiritual energy dynamics methodology and protocols to take a look at energy configurations and and that. And I would recommend that you take a look at her website at lizwithwings.com. That's lizwithwings.com. And she has a connection on there that you can schedule a complimentary initial call with her. She lays out her programs that she has to offer. And um, to me, she brings a really refreshing, high vibrational perspective to things. And I know you would enjoy working with her. So let's get back uh, to this topic of of energy growth, expansions, discernment, that sort of thing. And, and you'll hear us talking about it a lot, probably if you've tuned in before you've heard it. Um, 
you know, it's just to make sure you're validating every aspect. There's, there's many times as, as, an ener as energy practitioners in our modality here, oftentimes we're kind of in a support role looking at situations where people have been to other practitioners that may not have some of the ethics as it relates to spiritual hygiene and keeping their own energies clear. They may not even know about it. I don't think any of them are, are doing anything uh, that is with bad intentions per se, but if they're not aware of the impact that their field can have on somebody, oftentimes they, they may correct one thing and, and cause some other problems. And we find that a lot where there's a transference of, of some energy contamination, whether it be entities or some kind of discordant energies. So in validating who it is you're choosing to work with, it, it's tough to be a little bit, a bit objective. It's what we teach in our classes is how do you measure, how do you discern where that person is at? Trust your instincts until you learn some other protocols for making those measurements. But uh, if it's something that causes a little discomfort in your throat, your heart, your solar plexus, there's an internal warning going off that maybe this may not be exactly the right fit for you. If you get some kind of discomforts when you're tuning into that individual, a headache, uh, some nausea, that's, that's a, also a sign that it may not be, be just exactly right. And then also get a second opinion. If you're, you know, if you go to a doctor and, and then this doctor says without a lot of testing, hey, you need this procedure, you're not just going to go and say, sure, uh, I'm, you know, let's go ahead and do it. You're going to want some information as to why, what are the, uh, the key measurements that are, are giving that diagnosis. And you're going to want a, a second opinion to, to validate whether it's the right thing to do or not. A lot of people don't do that with their energies. And, and I think uh, oftentimes they can be taken down a garden path, you know, just, just be cautious. There's uh, the, the, the new world of energy expansion is actually developing your own personal con connection with divine source. And sometimes that means that maybe you don't need a guru anymore. Maybe you just need to study and, and discern and, and digest information and kind of follow your own path. And, and it's okay if you do need somebody to give you guidance, but don't, don't get so connected to them that you lock into them. Don't put them on a pedestal. Don't put me or Liz on a pedestal. We're just humans here experiencing being in the human form, the human condition, and we have to work on ourselves all the time. So advice there is, you know, use, use common sense as you choose, but also, you know, I'm not trying to discourage anybody from uh, exploring the, the spiritual world, but just know that each one of you are unique in your connection. You have the ability to tune in to the higher frequencies and, and digest the information that's coming in directly to you. Um, so one, another encouraging message that was channeled a number of years ago is dare to go to the full limit of that which the creator has endowed humanity as a capability to be achieved. Do not allow those with smaller views and big egos limit your growth and service. As you raise your consciousness to the soul and to higher levels and even to the creator and the composite of all that has been created, then many possibilities exist that are not documented by the accumulated past history of those who have dwelt on your planet. 
So you can see that uh, the accumulated knowledge of your planet is grossly inadequate as a guide for your future in most cases. So again, discern, explore, try out different things. Don't get locked too much into a modality. Uh, figure out what works for you as you as you build out that personal connection with uh, with the divine ones at higher realms and throughout the, the sources of light. So I hope this is all making sense and giving you some wisdom from my experiences, you know, over the years as, as I've developed the spiritual energy dynamics protocols and methodologies and philosophies, again, designed to help uh, align the energies, to clear the energies, to measure the energies, to find out where it's flowing or not flowing. And uh, I would love to give you a, uh, a more detailed explanation on this. If you want to contact me sometime, again, you can check out our website at sed4u.com. And I too have a complimentary initial consultation that you can see on, on the website as to how to schedule that. So as we, we start getting into the topic of, of ascension and um, paths of initiation, you know, there, there's a lot being written out there on the ascension process. I've mentioned that before. One of the challenges is, is that, yeah, people sometimes don't know exactly uh, what ascension means. Ascension is cut and dry, okay? It means that you've reached a level of spiritual growth and um, connection, what I call attunements, that you're no longer required to come back into embodiment. You can choose to do so for service or to, um, to balance karma further. Just because we, are, we get ascended or reach an ascended status does not mean we've reached the ultimate connection as far as consciousness goes or cleared all karma. There's much more that can be done. And we have that choice. Oftentimes when, when those, those that are ascended, what they have done is chosen to come back in for service or to experience a certain situation or maybe just experience a, a different part of the, the life uh, experience. So just know that the ascension is, you know, that process is built in to what we're doing, all of us, as we're attempting to expand consciousness, but you know, getting too hung up on am I ascended or not, or what is the uh, ascended protocols, just know that as you continue to work on yourself, uh, which is the most important thing, uh, you are on that path to ascension. And the really cool thing about it is that the divine ones have made some special dispensations in the last 20 years or so that speed up the process, um, can give us some uh, special dispensations for those that are on a legitimate spiritual expansion pathway. And uh, it, it's really nice to know that there are processes and protocols out there that can shortcut that pathway to ascension from possibly even achieving it in this lifetime or in a few lifetimes versus another 10 or 20 or 100 doing it the old-fashioned way. Keep in mind, again, that even when ascended, there's a lot of work to do and, you know, the masters are evolving on their pathway. Those that have, uh, have ascended already, there's still work for them to do. 
Uh, I kind of want to share with you, I, I love the Joshua David Stone books. There's, um, uh, he's written several on Ascension. He's my, one of my favorite book that I highly recommend is the Soul Psychology book, which talks about subconscious mind, um, negative ego, those kind of things that um, how they can sabotage our spiritual growth. So I, I recommend his books. Um, not just because I recommend a book doesn't mean I agree with everything that's out there, but it does mean that there's some key things that passages and paragraphs in there that can really help. Maybe, um, maybe even if something you've heard before, hearing it again, reading it again in a very common sense way can really be uh, helpful and thought provoking and bring clarity. I'm going to share a little bit. This is from Joshua David Stone's book, A Beginner's Guide to the Path of Ascension. The processes of ascension, this is chapter three, by the way, the process of ascension and initiation are inextricably woven together. In order to fully understand the meaning of ascension, we must first understand the process of initiation. First, here's a broader perspective of what occurs in the life of an individualized soul as it journeys through the four lower worlds and upward into the spiritual worlds where self-realization occurs. When the soul begins its reincarnation process, it is very young from the point of view of the higher self or oversoul. The habitat of the higher self is on the buddhic or fourth realm, and during the early phases of the reincarnating soul's experience, the higher self remains detached from the rudimentary process of the baby soul, which is just the beginning to gain, which is just beginning to gain the experience in the physical world. I'm going to pause the reading a minute. And uh, some of these concepts here I, that I agree with is that the, the soul goes back a long, long ways and uh, there's young souls, medium souls, old souls out there. But for the most part, many of the old souls have been through thousands of lifetimes. So it can build up a lot of life experiences in the process. But to continue here, the soul at this early stage is hardly out of an animal or instinctive phase of its development. Through the rounds of birth and death, the soul gradually develops awareness, a just appreciation of the right from wrong. Its contact with the physical world becomes more integrated with its slowly developing astral, emotional, mental nature. During these early stages, the emotional or astral body is itself hardly developed. It reacts rather than acts and the emotions are of a basic and extreme nature. Seen clairvoyantly, they would appear as flashes of jagged red, denoting anger or passion and or murky brown grays nor other murky colors that denote vagueness or feeling while simultaneously revealing greed, lust, and the basic instinct of survival. Over time through incarnation and reincarnation, the astral feeling body, now in my term, the astral body in traditional Metaphysics is actually the emotional body. So that's why he's talking about the emotional feeling body. Will grow more refined in the appreciation for beauty, love will color the astral aura, the emotional aura. Likewise, at the beginning phases of a soul's process of incarnation, the mental body is barely active. The, the mental body is actually the third level of vibration and uh, breaking from the reading for a minute. Our first body is our physical body. The second is the emotional body. 
the third is the mental, and the fourth is the etheric, all interconnected. But what uh, Joshua David Stone's talking about here is kind of the process of where we've been and where it's building out. Man's ability to think is not far removed from that of an animal at this point. True, at this point, there is some reasoning ability. However, it is at the most basic level. All thoughts are directed to one primal thought, how to survive. And it's around this central thought that the mind gradually builds its reasoning ability. Slowly, the young soul figures out how to build shelter, acquire food, protect home. From this inauspicious beginning, the mind gradually learns how to think. Eventually, the thinking process has evolved into what is today considered the norm for most of humanity. Pausing from the reading a minute, you know, as we, we look at humanity, we can maybe have a little more tolerance for the world around us when we realize that a lot of the strife and anger and frustration out there is from uh, sometimes from the younger souls uh, that are still developing their emotional and mental body. And some of it is from higher configured individuals that have come in that have not learned to manage their energies yet and are tapping into more the emotional, the frustration, the, the uncertainty of, of everything that's going on. So this is all uh, where the world needs some balancing and alignments and, and that sort of thing, the things that we offer individually and put out there as healing for the planet. Anyway, so as we continue reading on this, during this slow process of development, the higher self or oversoul and to a degree, the, the monad, which is another higher plane, uh, is engaged in the abstract lives of the higher realms, allowing that part of itself, which is developing through the rounds of birth and death, to find its own way. It is only when the soul reaches a certain degree of development that the higher self and monad begin to take an active interest in that soul. It is also during these later stages that the reincarnating soul, reincarnating soul turns towards its higher self and through the sensing of the higher presence, begins to pray and ask assistance from its higher aspect of self. It is then that the soul, taking responsibility for its evolution, truly begins to join in purpose with the higher self. The soul is then considered to be officially on a probationary path, and this path is set for the soul to tread the path of discipleship and, and initiations. Um, pretty interesting reading. Um, it does fit very closely with the way we see the development of the expanded consciousness in the higher planes, where we see individuals and their connections with the soul. Um, and in fact, one of the, the, measure, the messages that told us um, that, that came through years ago had this to say, soul development is a serious business, as you would say. It has been long neglected and is much need for expansion of activities and consciousness. This is true even for those old timers in terms of spiritual growth, and certainly for those who are still operating virtually in the personality. So we're gonna we're gonna continue this exploration and discussion in, in a following program. I'm not gonna read any more out of the book right now, but what he does go on to say, uh, you know, there's a probation path, there's accepted discipleship, there's initiations, many different initiations as, as progress is made as we work our way through higher connections. And again, this is coming from Joshua David Stone's beginner, Beginner's, excuse me, 
Beginner's Guide to the Path of Ascension. And he's got other books on the topic of ascension. So anyway, that, that, that kind of kicks off what will be a series where we're going to go into a little bit more detail as to give you some perspectives on what does it really mean to be connected to the soul, to higher levels of energy? And like we talked about in other, other episodes is that as we expand our connection, what it brings into um, availability for us, a degree of higher level masters and angels as each one has evolved, the, the higher and the clearer we connect on our own path of soul development and vibrational connection, the clearer our connection comes to, with them and they're able to integrate with us and uh, have an impact on us even more so than when we're at, at an early stage in the path, the path of ascension, the path of spiritual growth. So again, the spiritual energy dynamics perspective on this is this is all measurable. Uh, we can, and, and by the way, that's where the name dynamics comes from. Spiritual energy dynamics is because it's very dynamic in nature. We, depending on our situation, we bounce around in our connections to degrees of higher vibration. Sometimes we don't even want to be at some of the higher planes. If we're driving a car, doing accounting, uh, those kind of things, we may want to be in a, a, a connection that's maybe less uh, less vibrational in the, in the context of higher vibrational attunements. We want to make sure we're grounded and safe and at a, at a connection that's the best for us to, uh, to be in a safe driver. Um, and then when we're in a state of meditation and expansion or rest, uh, we can connect to higher planes. But this is all measurable. We can find out where you are and where each one um, that we connect with, we can figure out where they are in this process and where they are in the scheme of this roadmap to higher consciousness. It's not guesswork, it's very measurable. It's very, um, it, it, it can be mapped out individually for each one of you. So I'm gonna pause just a second here while we ponder on this, this whole train of thought. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap up this program for today. Um, what I want to do is, again, each one of you um, just tune in to me a second. Let's disconnect cords, release and clear any energies that have built up through any of the topics that may have stirred the pot with anybody, brought up some records and patterns, maybe initiated some uncertainties as we may have talked about some things that may be uh, in your mind a little bit unclear or controversial. Regardless, those cords can be connected to all of us that are on this call together. And so let's visualize that uh, our energies are now being aligned and cleared and balanced. Our grounding is being enhanced, that connection from the root chakra to feet in the mother earth. Again, our energies being brought back closer to the physical body, half arm's length distance aligned, balanced, and healed, and that uh, we just totally integrate and accept and claim all the soul level and beyond energies coming into us and integrate and allow the masters to teach us our lessons uh, in a gentle and expanding way, just right for each one of us on our path. So I put that out in, in my mode of uh, 
to you know sponsorships to each one of you that does not violate your free will or your karma is there for you to accept and claim and integrate with so with that we are going to close the program for today and gratitude for each one of you joining in please reach out give us some feedback on the program connect we're glad to talk to you and share personal perspectives on how this may apply to you have a wonderful day with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.